Hey, this is Chris from LJ's Podcast back here again without Josh this time, uh, flying solo this week, but I do have a special guest this week. You know, I've talked before on our podcast how we bought this large Pokemon collection. Steph and our boss is starting to really get into it. And I'm in this Pokemon Discord, and so I just typed out, hey, anybody willing to jump on and, and talk some Pokemon with me? My buddy Logan was like, absolutely, let me get on there. So everybody, this is Logan, uh, no Dak Rips, and he's going to talk some Pokemon with us. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself today? Uh, my name's Logan. Uh, mostly active on uh, Twitter under the name no Dak Rips, and also if you see no Dak Rips anywhere on any platform, it's me, so it's the same name everywhere. And, uh, yeah, you know, big enthusiast Pokemon, and, and yeah, kind of switched from sports cards to Pokemon once my uh, kids got into it, and it kind of reignited uh, a passion when I was young, so... Yeah, happy to be here. So that's really great. You said when your when your kids got back into it or got into it. I'm I'm at the age where I'm just a little bit too old for it to have been a thing when when I was younger. But now my kids absolutely love it, and that's how I started. You know, trying to talk to Shooty and JB and some of the other guys. That's how they got me into uh, into your Discord. Is basically I'm just trying to learn. For my kids, you know, I knew know nothing about this, very little, just trying to learn. Now, all of a sudden, with my with my business I work for, we've got this giant collection. I mean, we subbed something like 600 cards to PSA in the last month, all Pokemon cards. So it's taken on a whole new venture for me, basically. But I'm not sure what's good, what's popular, what's awesome, what's terrible. I'm just like, ooh, this card's cool. My daughter's like, this one's scary. This one's cute. I like Eevee. You tell us a little bit about, you know, what you're looking for when you open a pack or who the best, you know, Pokemon are, or just kind of walk us through the basic steps, if, if you wouldn't mind. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're always looking for the starters. Uh, you know, Charmander, Pikachu, Squirtle, uh, all the other ones, too. The new ones that are just coming out with Scarlet and Violet, and those are always good. They're always common, you know, and... That's one of the things I like with Pokemon is uh, when you open up the sports card, you got your base, and the base is kind of more or less generally worthless, you know? But with Pokemon, people collect everything. People just do uh, promo cards, and some people just do, you know, exclusively Pikachu, you know? And so a lot of those base cards are collected by somebody. I mean, they're not worth a lot, but they're worth something. So... Everything in the pack is generally worth, you know, at least a nickel or up to a quarter just for, you know, common, uncommon, which is, uh, which is what I like. You know, the, the floor is a little bit higher, but the ceiling's lower versus sports cards, you know, and that's one of the main things I like with Pokemon. So. See, I like, uh, I like this learning. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, Well, you're, you're talking on your car phone here, so everyone can uh, understand how how that goes when you're talking on a podcast. But I was going to say also, it has like the video games or the TV show influenced you at all. I know like I've tried the video games and I'm not I'm not a gamer. My kids and I watch the show sometimes. That's how I got to know like who the different trainers are and stuff like that. I mean, is that a big thing to, uh, to Pokemon collectors is the video games and the TV shows? 
they, they correlate it. But me personally, uh, I don't play any of the games. I did when I was younger on uh, Game Boy. But uh, it's uh, as older we get, the less time we have type thing. And I just find myself always geared towards the cards and stuff like that. But I will watch the show with uh, my kids. So I do kind of match it up there. But it's mostly just the card collecting that uh, that uh, I get into and with the kids. And another thing with uh, with my kids, too, is uh, buying those pre-made decks and playing with them. So we do play a little bit, but we don't uh, go to any tournaments or anything like that. Just kind of, you know, around the house, fun type stuff. Yeah, that's something I have not gotten into my kids yet. My, my daughter's seven. My son's going to turn four here in a couple weeks. But I know just trying to learn on my own, when you open a deck, um, there's, I believe on the bottom left, there's a little symbol that tells you what, um, you know, series it is, whether it's Sword and Shield or Sun and Moon or Silver Tempest or um, Chilling Rain. And then on the other side of the number, there's a, a circle, a square, a star, or it might say like TG1, or there's different alt art cards. Can you explain that a little bit to us? Uh, right now. Uh, it used to be where it was circle, diamond, star, and that ended up being, uh, you know, circle common, uncommon with diamond in, and uh, rares were stars. And then if you looked at the number of the cards, say it was two out of 150 or whatever, it was 150 was the set, and that was card two. And every card has a reverse hollow, which is uh, where it's shiny on all apart or all around the card besides the portrait. So there'll be two different types of card number two, you know, a regular one, a non shiny one, and then a reverse hollow is called. So, and then if you have like a number 151 out of 150, that's known as a, as a secret rare. So, and it's, there's no real set number of secret rares in a set, but it, uh, that's what it is. They change it up now with uh, Scarlet and Violet. So Scarlet and Violet, I think, has around seven or eight different symbols now. So it's uh, before where a rare was, uh, if you had a V or a VMAX or uh, a secret rare, they're all under the star. And now there's double star and uh, some other. I haven't really looked into it, but... I just saw, so it's easier to see what you have. So trainer, or not trainers, but uh, kids, parents, it's easier to decipher about which card you have versus kids, you know, where they're trading everything. It's not just a common for a rare or a rare for a rare or whatever else. It, it's going to make things a lot easier. That's that's great information. So if I'm going to go to Target with my daughter tonight, we now take into effect that we don't actually play the game. Like I know in, uh, you get the ETBs, you get the dice, you get the coins, you get the other things that maybe I don't necessarily need. But then you can get the big boxes, you know, the promo cards with the giant uh, Lance's Charizard V in there or whatever. You get little lunch boxes that got notepads and little cases inside. Um, I noticed that also our, my local card shop sells just cases, like a whole case of silver Tempest for like $800 for someone who's trying to get maybe, 
I don't know, there, there's probably set collectors who are out to get the entire set. Like my daughter and I collected the entire celebration set. That's the only one we have the, the whole thing. But if you're trying to make money off of, of this, are you going out and you buying an ETB? Are you buying single packs or maybe a case? Then you're going to say, oh, I've got, you know, the six best cards. Let me submit them. And then do you submit them to SGC, to CGC, to PSA? If you're trying to maximize your money as an investor rather than a collector, well, would you go after a case or like what would you recommend actually buying? I, I go booster box. much higher now than they were a few years ago. Is that correct? I think I read over, uh, like, Celebrations was, like, printed to the moon. daughter seven she had a skating party and one of the kids on her basketball team is huge into pokemon knows that i work for a card shop and that i've got a collection at home so he keeps asking me can i see it can i see it can i see it we go to the skating party i'm like you know i, I brought it with me it's in my car he just pulls out right out of his pocket like 10 pokemon cards and he's got you know like rainbows and charizards like really good cards i'm like what are you doing with these in your pockets like i don't care i talked to his mom she's like i don't know what he's got like he just enjoys having them in his pocket and to me in one fact in my head it's like that is so great that's what being a collector is i remember being a kid and going up to gill's triple base or gill's extra base over in the columbus square and, you know, having packs of cards just like in my pocket or just throwing in my book bag. Now as an adult, I'm opening Pokemon packs with my daughter like, oh, easy on the corner. If we got an alt art there, you know, we got to sub that or, 
You know, I, we got the uh, the UPCs um, from Celebrations, the Charizard, and the Pikachu. PSA wouldn't grade them, so we sent them to SGC. And my daughter's like all about, oh my goodness, I have these graded cards now. Like all of her friends think it's the coolest thing in the world for, you know, 12 bucks to grade a card. Exponentially could, you know, put the value up. Like you said, a lot of people are playing with them. A lot of kids aren't taking care of them. I don't know what the pop counts are on you know, higher-end Pokemon stuff, but it's got to be less than a Zion or a John Morant rookie card, you know? So I think you've, you've got a great yeah. point there as well. Yeah, you know, and my kid did the same thing. I mean, he had his, uh, he had a stack of full arts and all the good stuff he's pulled in his coat pocket, and he gets into a, a snowball fight, you know, at school, and they're coming back, and they came all wet and everything else, and I'm like, well... So one other thing I want to ask you about is how do you organize your cards and your sets? I think I spent, I mean, I'm a very unorganized human being by nature. My daughter and I spent five to six hours over the weekend with card sorters and just went through every set and, you know, went by the symbol. All these are the same symbol. All these are the same symbol. Then after that, we did it by color. Then after that, we did it by number. So they're all like in number order now. But it took me a good six hours or so. And they're still just in like a five row box. I know some people like our celebrations. We actually bought the sleeves in a notebook and put them, put them together in that. But like, how, how do you keep your cards? How do you, um, my daughter wants me to build her little shelves in her room so that she can, you know, show off her best Pokemon cards or whatever she likes the best. Like, what does your um, collection look like as far as, like, presentation? TCG player over eBay. Yeah, it's way easier to list on TCG player. I can do a thousand cards in an hour easy if I'm organized. There's no pictures. Uh, TCG is geared more towards uh, the players, you know, and not really the collectors. So collectors kind of geared more towards eBay, but with eBay, it takes a long time to set up auctions. Uh, TCG player, you just kind of have the standard picture of the card. You can do your own pictures for uh, higher-end cards, but uh, it just seems a lot easier to deal with, with uh, the people on there. You know, there's no returns, or I haven't had any returns, but uh, and people know when they go to TCG player, they know what they want already. They're not looking 
and uh, you know, kind of just some people just cruise eBay and see what's on there. I mean, yeah. if you're going to TCG Fire, you're going for a certain card, and you know what condition you're looking for and what price. And they got a good uh, price history, so you know if a card's going up or going down, so you know it's a good time to buy or you know or sell or whatever else. But uh, it's just a lot more user friendly on the seller side. Yeah, I, I spent a lot of time on there. We spent six, I think two of us spent six days, eight different hours going over that Pokemon collection I, I told you earlier. I mean, we listed out every single card, what we thought it was worth. So I got I got pretty familiar with TCG Player and uh, and Pokelector. But we have a uh, uh, an exclusive with eBay where we we don't sell on other platforms i'm not sure if that's just for sports cards if that would include pokemon or not but that's something i need to look into because if i can list a thousand pokemon cards in an hour compared to say 50 that's huge you know as every uh everyone knows so i mean if you have like those higher end cards that you don't have as many, it'd probably be better to go to eBay. But when you're listing a bunch of commons and uncommons like I am, and you're yeah. just trying to move stuff, you know. But and TCG player also has a bulk listing too, so you could just say like five thousand, you know, sword and shield, fifty bucks, and you know they got bulk listings on there too. So, but also another thing with TCG player is uh, I got such a random schedule where I'm in and out of town. It's easy. I could turn my inventory on and off at, you know, on a click of a button mm-hmm. or even I'd have to pull all the auctions off and then relist them. And, you know, they don't, they don't pay, you don't pay for listing on TCG player. So for my schedule, it's a lot easier on TCG player. All right. It sounds like, you know, you go into the Mercedes dealership, you actually know what you're looking for and what you're going after instead of, Oh, I'm going to the the car show this weekend downtown where there's 50,000 cars and I'm not sure what I'm looking for. I mean, you're going there with a specific reason. It's like, hey, you know, I want those Jordan 1 breads, not, oh, I want a pair of shoes at Foot Locker. Does that sound about a pretty good analogy? Yeah, exactly. People go to speak to people and they know what they want, you know. And a lot of people do it to track volume, too. So if you say someone comes in with a field collection, you know, a bunch of booster boxes, you know how many is for sale, you know how many are selling each day, you know where the price points are at, so you can kind of judge when it's about to jump up in price or, you know, so I mean, GCG players have a lot of good hidden uh, attributes to, uh, to it. Yeah, some analytics and different ways to read the market as well, that's awesome. Yeah. All right, so who would you say... So uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. What's that? I was just going to continue no, on the conversation. Right. Go ahead. No, I mean, you can do it with eBay, too. I mean, it's just, I don't know, I got so used to TCD player that that's just kind of what it geared towards. Yeah, see, I think I need to find a rhythm in what worked for me. Because like I said, I've, I've never done it before. We're strictly sports cards here. I didn't grow up collecting Pokemon. I just really do with my kids. And now that we've gotten into it, I know our GM and our part owner, Stefan, he's super into it. Like right before I came in here, he's showing me a bunch of these cards that he hit in a case. And he's got a, said he's got another case sitting in the back of the LCS. 
you know, for him to rip next. And we're just we're just all kind of getting into it and learning about it. And it's fun to, to learn something new. You know, you've done sports cards your whole life. All of a sudden, hey, there's this other collectible. There's this whole other side of collecting in this whole other realm that is inclusive of all people and all collectors that we're not a part of. And now we can be a part of that. And it's just, it's really fun to, to learn. We're doing that and, and a bunch of toys now. And, and that's so cool because it's stuff I've never done before. Never thought I'd do. And, and now we are. got you on here just over 20 minutes typically we like to keep it at 20 so i'm gonna i have one more question for you and uh who which character is your favorite who's the one you collect or that you like the most nine tails is mine because uh you never know what the art's gonna be you know and there's so much they can do with that one with the art you know so if nine tails come out comes out in a set you really don't know how the portrait's gonna go but with uh See, like Charizard, you pretty much know he's going to be flying, he's going to be open mouth, there's going to be flames. You know? <laughs> like, so, Nine Tails would be my favorite. I'm not sure I've, I've been around long enough to have a favorite, but so far, mine's Squirtle. I just like how the cards look. I like what he's doing in the cards. Like they're they're just always good quality art. I know my daughter likes Eevee and likes Pikachu. My son likes Charmander. Um, just all the popular ones. I really like Nicket. And like the black card with the different, you know, or that Houndor, they just look, yeah. I don't know how to explain it. They're just visually pleasing. They're aesthetically pleasing, like really cool to look at cards. Like I have no idea if this is worth anything, but it's really cool to look at. Yeah. Uh, my, my boy collects Cleaver, you know, and I never, I didn't even know really Cleaver existed until he started really going after him. And my, my daughter collects Galarian Ponita because it's pretty much the unicorn. Yeah. You know, and she likes unicorns. So it's, uh, yeah, I mean, that's one of the things with Pokemon that I like is uh, every one of them's collected, you know, by somebody. That's awesome. All right, I want to thank Logan. Uh, again, he goes by No Deck Rips on all the social media platforms. I mean, his Discord, if you like Pokemon, you like talking about Pokemon, you even want to listen or just chat about it, you can find him. I know he's on the Discord and at least on Twitter. What else are you on, Logan? Uh, yeah, I'm not, mostly, I'm on Instagram, I'm not too active, eBay, you know, uh, but pretty much Discord and Twitter are my main sources. Alright, awesome. If you want to find out more about Pokemon, Logan is your guy, uh, the Discord and the Twitter. Thank you so much for having us on, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. Thank you for listening.